we all none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm boiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good good question, I'm not even going to talk. You shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Apocalypse Movies and Apocalypse Now. That intro gets me every time. Brian, thank you so much for that sound bite. Hope everyone is doing great out there. Uh, welcome back. It's Tuesday. We took last week off. Um, we've all been getting crazy, pretty busy here, so why not take a breather every once in a while? We're catching back up. We got some Werewolf by Night tonight. Uh, and perfect timing because we have a brand new trailer for Creed 3 uh, that we're going to be talking about as well on top of catching back up on the movie watching challenge, which if you can notice, Brian is quickly trying to get that all together. I have. I literally had it, but then I accidentally hit the close button. Now oh, <laughs> fail. Wow. I hit the, wow. I hit the back button. Now I have to do it again. Um, well, while Brian tries to uh, get himself together, Mr. Gio Ramos. It's DC week, my man. How you doing? Oh, shit. All hell's about to break loose, man. <laughs> you know, I'm already seeing it on social media. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, good. be positive for once, Gio. Oh, I'm, <laughs> you know me. I'm over positive when it comes to DC stuff. I'm doing good. <laughs> I, uh, I have an Instacart order coming in about 20 minutes, which some um, much needed beer. Oh so. I'm kind of just waiting for that, and it's been a hell of a last three work days. I mean, just so insanely busy, and tonight begins a six-day off from work. Wow. I, I phrased that hella weird. I'm so fucking tired right yeah, now. That makes no, that makes no <laughs> sense. Six-day off from – like you've had six straight days off? I'm gonna have six days off. I don't want to call it a vacation because, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just getting away from work. So what and, you're saying uh, is, if the trailers drop, Gio, you're the man. There we go. Pretty <laughs> much. Well, I do have a wedding right in the middle that I'm the best man. So, like, it depends. Oh, well, congratulations! Thank you. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. And, uh, get that beer insider shit. <laughs> By the way. Wow. Uh, no, I was in the chat. Okay, I know there's things that are showing up on social media regarding Black Adam and whatnot. Just be respectful, please. Don't spoil anything or hint at anything. Yeah, okay. he for, means for me. It's way, it's way past spoiled. It's, oh, it was spoiled yeah. by the lead of the movie. Hey, so. my Twitter notifications are off. All right, so um, yeah, I, I haven't mean, seen that, anything. That might not. <laughs> Bruh, I swear, if we if we go to the theater for Black Adam on Thursday and there are people dressed in certain costumes and whatnot, then I mean, it's going to be wearing but... DC costumes anyway. Like, yeah, but like the lead the lead actor of the movie spoil basically spoiled. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, I Mr. Mean... Bartley, Mr. Bartley, how are you? Doing? <laughs> 
I'm doing pretty well. Um, I mean, as much as I try to avoid that stuff, unfortunately, I've seen it too. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, what can you do? This you game have? It's very difficult. I mean, Jacob got spoiled. <gasps> yeah, it's a it's a tragedy, right? I got spoiled. I hate it. Jacob no, never gets it's spoiled. Fine. I'm still trying to um, go into it with an open mind. But yeah, that's two days away from now. Uh, so looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's exciting times. It's my favorite time of year, the Halloween season. There's a but a this is your favorite of time of the year. It's my favorite time of year. Well, yes, like September and October are my favorite time of year. The weather, football, oh, yeah. Halloween, uh, scary movies. Like it's such postseason a great baseball. Time. The one, the biggest thing, you doofus. Yes, postseason baseball. I guess, I guess basketball now. Like Who cares about basketball. So like, yeah, basketball. I don't know. Uh, Lakers play tonight. Let's go. They're gonna get their no, butts nobody by the Warriors. Nobody yeah. cares. About basketball. Yeah, they definitely are. But but yeah, I'm I'm good to go. Uh, Brian, are you caught back up? I am ready to go. How you doing? Good. <laughs> say <laughs> say <Yeah>. one thing. <laughs> why why are you good? Uh, I was just checking out. I was actually seeing what time the Warriors game started. It's, right, it's like right now. It's, it's at yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah, it's at seven. It's all good. I got it recorded, Brian. Don't no, worry. you're fine. Geo, the Celtics won, so there you go. Yeah, and hopefully Draymond. Hopefully Draymond Green doesn't punch anybody. So, yeah. well, you can't can't guarantee everything. <laughs> uh, speaking of sports, I wanted to bring something up. I was watching the playoff game earlier. I still I still am the ba- the baseball game. Oh, um, and. I didn't know that they were doing this until now, which I guess they've been doing it in all the postseason. Maybe they did it in the regular season. I'm not sure. But how do you guys feel about reporters inside the dugout interviewing players during the game? Have you guys seen this? So, like, for example, Bryce Harper hit a home run to, to in, like, the second or third inning, 1-0 Phillies. And Ken Rosenthal, a big-time reporter for Fox, was inside the dugout, like, Two minutes after he hit the home run, interviewing him, mm-hmm. like two questions, it's quick, but he's still inside the dugout in the middle of the game, interviewing the player. I don't like it. How do we feel about it? It's that? a little weird. Yeah. I but mean, if you think about yeah. it in football, the, they interview the coach on the sideline. Halftime, like, though. True. That's and at the point. end of quarters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, not point. not yeah. literally while your teammate is up to bat right now. Yeah, that exactly. And even in basketball, it's always after the quarter ends or something like or during a timeout, right? It's yeah, never like during yeah. The game. that's like they're playing and they're interviewing the coach on the sideline. Like yeah, that's the difference. That's yeah. that's a very awkward thing and a very distracting thing, especially for a playoff game. But I mean, could it be because they they just want to? have more engagement and just oh 100 i think it make is, the game yeah. a little more exciting probably i mean we've seen we've seen the players be on the headsets in the middle of innings but those are always players who aren't playing yeah um like this is like a this is a superstar player who literally <laughs> walked off the field just hitting a home run and he's going to the microphone like that's a little weird yeah, yeah. i agree I mean, just wanted to bring it up. We're all sports people, so I wanted to ask. Just, just get Snoop Dogg to commentate all the games. And, <laughs> you know, if you guys have seen it, he's the baseball so games. Pretty funny. He's entertaining. Um, all right, let's get the show rolling. Uh, we're catching back up, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. 
So uh, as we do each week here on Apocalypse Now, we start the show off with a little thing here called the Movie Watching Challenge. Um, boom, boom. That, was the, that was the weakest soundbite I've ever heard in my life, Brian. And I've then did Gio add like a Man of Steel soundbite at the end? He added that? something. I don't know what the oh, hell. I said my usual dun dun. Oh, I mean, it kind of sounds like now boom, that you said boom, it, like, like the man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's I feel okay. like I'm going to be hey, saying that. How about a real soundbite? There we go. Um, Brian is supposed to be the real soundbite, but he did a really boring <laughs> job. Um, <laughs> uh, last time that we did this little segment, which was two weeks ago, Brian got challenged to watch a movie called Zodiac, uh, the David Fincher film that starred Mark Ruffalo, Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., uh, among many other great actors and actresses uh, about the Zodiac Killer. And so he watched it. He's going to review it. We're going to talk about it. Um, and then he's going to challenge someone on the next part of this segment. So, Brian, take it away. What did you think of Zodiac? Uh, I thought it was good. <gasps> what? <laughs> uh, oh, wow. That's reassuring. The first hour. I'm, I'm pretty sure I said Brian was not going to like this movie. It's so I, didn't, I didn't not like it. The first hour, I was super into it. Then I started to get a little bit, like, not bored, but, like, the fact you that... lost you interest. Know, well, so my problem is, I... Obviously, I know how it's going to end. He's not going to figure it out, right? It's, I mean, it's an unsolved crime. What if it was a, a different ending? Hypothetical. No. Um, so, like, knowing that, so, like, them kind of, like, him, like, finding out something, like, oh, my God, I think I figured it out. And, da, 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 and I'm, like, well, you're not going to figure it out because it's still unsolved today. Like, that kind of, like... How do you watch movies? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I like, just don't get it. No, I'll, don't get me wrong. Like Jake, Jones, I'm never watching a true story movie with you ever again, Brian. Ever. Well, I, let's just hope I don't know like the actual ending and the story of it and stuff. I mean, it was great. Robert Downey Jr. Jr. was hilarious, uh, and just so on par with how he is. Jake Gyllenhaal is always great. He's always like super intense. Like. Uh, he this was before he became like the Jake Gyllenhaal, too. Yeah. So I mean, he was great. Who's the other one? I'm for it. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Was, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He he wasn't in it really like a crazy amount to for me to be like invested in his character as much as like Robert Downey Jr. and Jake. Gyllenhaal. I mean, it was the movie was led by Jake Gyllenhaal, like, and that was clear as day. Um, because Downey, like the last 40% of the movie wasn't even in it. Um, but yeah, it was good. I just wish, I mean, I know you can't, obviously that's not how it was. I just kind of wish the like <laughs> pace, how it started off. Like, I mean, I literally like, there were a couple of times, like was like jumping and at certain things and whatnot. So like that kind of like got the adrenaline going and then it just kind of like tapers a little bit and then just kind of like keeps at this one speed. So that kind of hit me towards the end. It was good. I'm not saying it was a bad movie by any means. Was I like, 
oh my god when is this going to be done but it just wasn't like i'm not going to go out and buy the movie so. <laughs> but yeah no i i kind of see i i kind of see what you mean brian i mean like i it's been, a while I, it's been a while since i've seen the movie i will say there are parts where it does drag a little bit like and it's more of a preference thing i guess you could say yeah i mean it, in no way was it like the post where i was just like oh my god <laughs> Movies. The Post is a great movie, but they, anyway, I'm sure it is. is. But it's. I was so bored. Uh, no, I. The beginning. I mean, the the beginning was the first hour. I was just like, just glued to it, and then it just kind of mellow. It doesn't mellow out, but it the like the killer is not there, and so it's just kind of like, yeah. It was good though. I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to name off some movies, Brian. I am curious if you've seen these movies. So let me go ahead and ma- name these off. Um, Fight Club? Yes. Seven? Uh, I so saw yes it, or no answer. Well, I saw it a very long time ago to the point where I almost don't want to count it. Okay. Um, the ca- Curious Case of Benjamin Button? No. Social Network? Yes. Gone Girl? Yes. Panic Room? Yes. Uh, a very long time ago, but yes. I'll count that, yes, because I know. Okay, so you've seen... You've seen... I was I was curious if you had seen David Fincher movies. So you have. Um, that's why I was asking... Those are all David Fincher movies. That's why I was asking those questions. I, I was curious if this was well, like one of your first experiences with a David Fincher movie. Because he tends to tell these types of stories where they're a little bit low, slower in pace. Like even though fight club is very crazy, it can also be pretty slow at times. I wouldn't, you know, the social um, network, obviously seven, it's a kind of mystery thriller. Um, I mean, I didn't even mention, uh, what was the other one? I didn't even mention for his, Mank? Um, I don't know. Well, make, but the girl with the dragon tattoo. I didn't even mention oh, that. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. that one is really slow, right? Even so, gone girl has some slow parts in the middle. Yeah. Like yeah. drags a little bit, yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. Curious. Curious. No, that was. Uh-oh. I was thinking that too, Jake. I, I was wondering. I was going to ask Brian what his favorite David Fincher movie is. I think it's still a fair question. Um, I'm going to say The Social Network, probably. Maybe that or Fight Club. Fight Club was just okay because I any type of movie where there's like a oh my god at the end of it like that you didn't see coming will always Mm -hmm. like i will always love so like shutter island that did that to me fight club did that to me um i mean even gone girl kind of did that it does it in the middle kind of it has it has a couple of those moments so like any anything like that i mean i i own the social network so clearly i liked that one at some point um the most probably because i don't own any other of the ones we named but um honestly probably a coin toss between social network and uh fight club fight club i almost feel like you have to be in the right mental space to watch that sometimes like Uh, put that bad boy on and enjoy (laughs) i just i think like enjoy the chaos yeah oh absolutely 
I just think like the more like mental health type stuff kind of you if it's like oof that is a tough throw so. my mental health away and let me enjoy a movie anyway Brian <laughs> let's go ahead let's go ahead and uh, get to the next part of this um, do you have a wheel ready I do have a wheel ready. All right, bring that bad boy up and uh, go ahead and announce who you're going to challenge and what you are challenging them to. Uh, okay, so I am going to challenge Mr. Berlin because it has been a while. No, it hasn't. Damn it. No, yes, it has. It's been at least like three or four weeks. No, it hasn't. You count the week that we missed. Sure. (laughs) It was literally no. I. I've seen Manchester by the Sea. I thought you did. Um, um, well, wait, wasn't Geo before Brian? And then it yeah, was me, right? Then, no, and then I challenged Geo. Oh, I've been challenged okay. twice in the last three times. Yeah. So worst week to go. Oh, Jake watched. Um, what's it called? There will be blood. That was recently. There will be blood. Yeah. Just go and pick a fourth, Brian. That's what I'm doing. Right? Or you can give a bigger chance to Wild. It's up to you. Sure. Let's just the do Reese that. Witherspoon one, right? Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just put this per- <laughs> Reese Witherspoon's wild in place of that. <laughs> yeah, the well, two wilds on there. Wait, have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, there you go. It works. There you go. Uh, we'll make it a. So there's so there's two wilds on the wheel. I'm wait, joking. I'm joking, Brian. Oh, I'm okay, joking. I was confused. Okay, <laughs> ready? Here we go. <sighs> Why do I always get the ones I least want you to watch? And Geo and ever, all that. I I don't really I don't really know much about Requiem for a Dream. Um, it's like the worst week for me to watch a movie this week. <laughs> I'm gonna try. In the year two thousand. Who's in it, Jacob? Who's in it? <laughs> Your favorite, of- Jared Leto. <laughs> Ellen Bernstein. Oh, Jennifer Conley's in it. Sold. I'm good. I'm good. Jennifer Jennifer Conley's in it. I'm good. I'm gonna go on a Jennifer Conley binge fest after this movie. Um, no, look, I'm always excited to watch a new movie. Uh, I it's it's obviously a movie that has always popped up on sometimes the streaming service or like you should watch next or people own this. Um, so I I'm never against trying something new. Uh, and the reason why I was saying it was a rough, it's a rough week because I started my new job this week. So I'm like slammed with all this different stuff. So um, I'll be doing my best. I'll be doing my best. I so, thought you watched movies in the shower, Jake. Come on. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. I, I have one of those, uh, those wall stickies. <laughs> it's a clear case. I put my phone in and I watch a movie while I shower. You're right. You're right. Hey, it's Darren Aronofsky. I just looked that up. There I you hate go. Darren Aronofsky. Oh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, yeah, that's right. He directed Mother. I, <laughs> I hate Darren Aronofsky. Oh my goodness. Brian, how dare you? I haven't seen it either, but uh, maybe I'll watch it just so I can, you know, I can understand yeah, your we'll review see. when you review it. I would love to talk to talk to Brian about it after watching it, but I guarantee you he hasn't seen it. I've only heard of it. <laughs> That's All right, really let's get this because I had heard of it. Let's uh, let's get this show rolling. Uh, we have a couple things to discuss tonight. And we're going to start with a little little boxing thing that dropped today. Uh, much to many surprise, we got our first official trailer for Creed 3. The Michael B. Jordan directed Creed 3. Um, brings back Tessa Thompson. Uh, co-stars Jonathan Majors. No Rocky Balboa Sly Stallone this time around. Um, 
which I think it might be time for the franchise to mature and, and move on from the character because he played two very crucial, important, incredible uh, parts in the first two films. But it's look, it's Adonis's time to shine. We need to give Adonis a chance to shine on his own a little bit here. Um, Jacob, I'm going to start with you because uh, I got some thoughts on this trailer. What <laughs> did you think of the Creed 3 drop? I I liked it a lot. Um, I was the main thing that makes me so curious about this movie is Michael B. Jordan directing. Yeah, because is this like oh okay I'll direct or is it like I want to be a director? This is my first chance at directing, and mm-hmm. I have high hopes for him because who do you work with a lot? Ryan Coogler. Sly. Oh, yeah, Ryan Coogler, and yeah. Sly. You're right. Yeah, I mean, You're right. You're right. 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 Obviously, Sly too. I mean, Sly's directed a ton of movies, so like. I think that it could be well, not a ton, but like a, he's an experienced director. So I think working with him and working with Kugler, learning different skills from each of them has kind of set him up for this. And you know what I like about it? It's, it, well, it's a personal story, but also it doesn't really up the scales necessarily of the other two movies. It's kind of a lower It's closer scale. to home. Yeah, it's closer to home. I don't know if they're fighting for the championship by the end or whatnot but either way it's not like they're getting grander with the storylines they kind of took a step down and like you're telling a more grounded story and i like that so it looks good jonathan majors can do no wrong like i'm i've only seen him in the five bloods and and in loki to be honest but i'm i'm loving him and everything i see him in so looking forward to it so I've I have very 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 much loved the first two movies. Um, I don't know which one's my favorite. I still think the first one is probably my favorite. Um, but the second one to me is it's just as good. Uh, there's some incredible moments in, really in to to do what they did with that movie, with the Dragos and everything was great. Uh, this trailer shows the movie that I wanted this franchise to be after the first one. Um, Mm. And I don't mean, I don't mean this in any particular way, but I had kind of always hoped that Sly or Rocky stepped out after the first, like he did his due diligence, right? He was there for one movie, um, not let the franchise rely on him a little bit too much, but I also didn't want the franchise going in a direction where it's just following the steps of the Rocky movies. Like, okay, so the second movie, right, was Drago's son. I didn't want, you know, this movie being related to Mr. T in any way, or, you know, like no relation (laughs) to characters. And as as far as we know, anyway. But I love the fact that instead of trying to go all out and make a big third movie, which is more than likely going to be its last, um, you never know, but more than likely, uh, they're not upping the scales as far as like the opponent or connecting to something from the past or whatever. It's a childhood story for Adonis. It's a character who was in his life 18 plus years ago. And this character now is coming back and he has something to prove. And he thinks Donnie's in his way. And now he's got to protect what he, uh, what he, what he loves, what he has, you know, his name, Rocky's name, etc. cetera. Um, and I love that he's doing it on his own. You know, I don't know where Rocky is in the world. He's obviously not dead. Um, uh, I think he's dead. I was going to ask that. Where do we think the character went? <laughs> no, no like, they wouldn't. They would never kill Rocky off screen. They would never kill Rocky off screen. 
Um, there's no way that's happening. Uh, I mean, they did. But I, I think I think immediately after saying his name. No, I don't. I, I don't think there's any way that you kill Rocky off screen. I mean, maybe they kill him in the movie somehow, but I don't think there's any way you kill Rocky off screen. Um, I think Jonathan Majors is a, is a perfect adversary for Adonis Creed and Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. I think um, he obviously is a very huge physical presence, but he's also an incredible actor, just as good as Michael B. Jordan. Um, he brings a, a certain gravitas, gravitas to the film, a weight to the role. And what's funny is that this movie was filmed a few years ago before Jonathan Majors became like the it boy. And it's yeah. coming out at the perfect time where he's the it boy. Um, so I, I think there's I, the movie looks great. The movie looks great. I think it has a very high ceiling. Um, I'm a little bummed it got pushed back until March. It didn't come out on Thanksgiving because I thought Thanksgiving was the perfect release for it. But uh, an early spring Creed three movie sounds awesome. That was one thing I was thinking about. I was wondering if March is like going to. You know why, Brian? Because it's going to come hot off the heels of Jonathan Majors and Ant-Man 3. <laughs> wow. Which That's is in true. February. That's true. That's a great point. Bang for your buck, baby. MGM goes, oh, wait, he's playing the villain. People love him. Let's push this movie. That's fair. I didn't think about the fact the smart move by them. (laughs) Yeah, no, it looks phenomenal. Like it looks great. Uh, I Ryan, haven't you only seen the Creed movies, right? No, I've seen everything. Oh, you have. Oh, but you watched it though, like recently, right? Like back when you lived with Jake and stuff. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What did you watch? All you watched the first three or four Rockies. Rocky Balboa, for whatever reason. No, you should have watched Rocky. You should have. Watched I heard that Rocky. one's pretty you good. You should have watched Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa is awesome. I've seen all of them, but that one, all of the Rockies and all of the Creeds. I went to the movies with you guys to see Creed too. Yes, uh, you did. Uh, Dude, March twenty three is stacked. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I don't out? mean to cut you off, but uh, let me go and bring this up. Let me go and bring this up. So. Coming out the same weekend as Creed 3 is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Wow. Um, and then two, week late, two weeks later is Shazam, Fury of the Gods. A week after that is uh, John Wick Chapter 4. And then a week <laughs> after that is Scream 6. Like March 23 is stacked. Wow. 2023 That's not that 20- far away either. No. I'm so ready for 2023's movie slate because 2022 was pretty lackluster in my opinion well 2022 started off super hot yeah and then once june mm-hmm. hit it just went Shoo. yeah like yeah. there hasn't been like outside of black adam and wakanda forever like there hasn't been something that's like really like driven me to see a movie the woman king is the best movie in theaters right now go see it that's fair I, that was hey. that's good I never did see bros. I didn't want to see bros. But uh, like 2023 is going to be freaking wild. And and I'm I'm glad because I was not apprehensive about the movie, but like the way they could have easily just stopped after the last one, the way it kind of played out. Um, But this looks good. It looks like I'm definitely more confident that they're actually like 
gonna put out something really good and tessa thompson looks phenomenal as always even though she probably will be in it like 15 percent of the movie <laughs> what there's think- dude no way she's gonna be in it so much i hope so i mean she's she's, great- she's donnie's rock man I just wonder how much they're going to spend like outside. Like she'll obviously she'll obviously play that one part where it's like he is struggling and she's going to come talk him up. Uh, And then like, I just wonder like what else other than that is what (laughs) Gio, you're the man right now. I love that. I love that. That looks so glorious. Chug, 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 chug. Come on, Gio. That looks like a, Fred Flintstone mug right you there, man. Wimp. This is a man you that wimp. You're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> Where's mine, Geo? What the heck, man? You're on mute, Geo. People. God. There we go. I mean, not relevant to Creed 3, but okay, Instacart. <laughs> I leave instructions. I leave a gate code. I even leave as you're approaching to meet you outside, and yet you drive past me twice. And then when you finally find me, you decide to parallel park just to drop off. You're in downtown. <laughs> double park that and then just drop off. <laughs> Anyways. What do you I, think about Creed 3? Oh, I can't wait. I I, I, I cannot wait. I mean, I, when I saw the set photo of Jonathan Majors training at looked like Muscle Beach, honestly, in California, Venice Beach, if anybody been there. But like dude is jacked and i gotta assume that this is this franchise's mr t with an element of warrior except they're not brothers by blood but they've obviously known each other for so long and then they finally come face to face in the ring like i'm I'm all for it and i was curious too like what kind of story could they possibly tell without completely being like the previous Rocky movies, mm-hmm. right? Like, then the fact that uh, Stallone is retired from the Rocky character, he flat out said it, he's done. He loves the direction that these Creed movies are going and all the faith of Michael B. Jordan. This will be a big test. We know what we're excited about. I mean, come on now, Jonathan Majors, like we want to see more of him, especially after you know, what he's done so far. Like, that was a huge casting. And um, the fact that he's signed on, given the story that they want to tell, uh, I'm encouraged. Uh, a little bit curious about how Michael B. Jordan will do as a director. Okay, I'm not saying he's uh, anything from an actor standpoint, okay. Um, he certainly loves the franchise deeply invested and um i think uh i think this could be one of those third entries that surpasses the second one nothing nothing really wrong with the second one it was okay it was it was good you know but um i think with jonathan majors and you know the story i think this one could definitely be a a surprise uh, movie trivia, Geo. Who is what is Clever Lang's? Oh, I said his name. What is Mr. T's character? Name? <laughs> Damn it! I would have got it too. Clever Damn it! Lang. Damn it! What's your prediction? prediction? Got ahead of myself. Got ahead Damn. of myself. Um. All right. Any final thoughts on Creed Three before we uh, head in? Um. 
It looks good. I just um is anybody okay, so I I know I expressed a little bit of concern with Michael B. Jordan and him directorial debut. Like, is there a chance in your guys' mind that okay, so the personal story between Jonathan Major's character and Michael B. Jordan could be great, but the fight itself, like what will it need to do to not be formulaic? Should I say you, you get like what the I actual mean? boxing, the boxing fight? Yeah. Like, you know, like, you mean like the outcome, not be formulaic, right? Sure. Yeah. Because you know how these movies go, like they, they show mm. the first round or two and then it cruises through the middle rounds and then it goes to the end. Like, I don't know, like, would there be an outcome that you guys would be disappointed in? Like, if they went a certain route, like, not saying that's where it's going to go, but if it went a certain route, would you be like, okay, we've seen that before, or like, you know, like... I don't... With me in boxing movies, like, of course, I love seeing our hero win. Um, but honestly, when it, when it comes to these type of films, it's the same thing with sports films in general. It's always, for me, been more so about the journey to the like the end result whether it's a win or a loss and i think the reason why is because of the original rocky right like yeah. he went through all of that and <clears throat> um he doesn't win and he's still considered to be champion even though he doesn't have the official title um like whether it's a baseball film football boxing whatever um i'm always invested because it's not really about the end result. It's always about how the preparation of getting there, the journey to getting there, whether it be uh, a single fighter like Adonis Creed or, you know, a baseball team like uh, the Peaches and a league of their own or the Friday night, Friday night lights, the Permian Panthers, right? Like any of those teams, I don't care what happens. Like, of course I want to see them win, but at the end of the day, I don't care what happens. It's all about the process of getting there. The, of like what's happening with the characters, how the game or the match or whatever is is going on. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to Creed three, like would I like to see him win? Sure, great. But if it's an incredible fight and he goes through an incredible character journey up until that point, and it's an all out brawl, but he doesn't win, I'm gonna be bummed. But I'm gonna be like, you know what? I think that's okay because I don't. It's weird. Like, not that I can remember anyway, maybe very few, like, especially with the Rocky movies, but nobody has really ever ended. If whoever's beaten our main character, nobody has really ever ended as like a super bad villain at the end of the match. They always respect whether it be Ro uh, Rocky or Adonis. And I think mm -hmm. that's why I'm okay with it, right? Like, there's very few times where we see a team or a person win who's like, quote unquote, the villain or the bad guy. And they're an ultimate dick at the end of the movie. There's very few times. So I think I'm okay with whatever result is because of that too. So, Yeah, I was thinking about this as we were talking about it. Like, is Jonathan Major's character going to win this fight? And I could see that happening. But it seems like he said, you know, they used to be family. Now they don't, now they're on, they don't talk anymore or whatever. I'm guessing this is after they, you know, they there's a reunion. Then, you know. They fall apart and then they fight and then they work it out in the end. I don't know. But uh, but I could see his character winning the fight, to be honest. But I don't know if they're – are they going to make up afterwards? I don't know. We'll see. 
I feel like it's going to end with them riding off in the sunset, doing a running a gym together, or like Adonis becoming a trainer and him now training his buddy, something like that. Yeah, I right? can see that. Go their separate ways, but have respect for each other. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I definitely kind feel... of his manager in that fight because he's in his suit and he's like, well, I... he's. I think, I think he's, I think he's a, a gym owner of a boxer he's fighting, fighting for, for his, his gym, team, right? Yeah, yes, okay. that's what I think yeah. is happening. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Oh. I needed another one shot like they did in the first Creed movie. Remember that one shot? That the was, tracking yeah. shot. Yeah, the tracking oh, shot. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. how incredible that was. Well, look, like, it, Brian, Brian mentioned it, or maybe Jacob did, but Michael B. Jordan, whether or not this is this, and to answer your question, Gio, just real quick, um, what was Sylvester for Stallone's first ever directorial debut? Wasn't it Staying maybe. Alive? as feature film it was rocky 2 oh shit all right i was a little <laughs> i was a little late yeah rocky II, and which sure movie was. is widely considered to be the best of the bunch rocky 2 mm -hmm. just saying right following wait, 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 in wait, wait, wait. footsteps are you sure about that <laughs> rocky 2 is great man uh, maybe that's II... just me Rocky two is great. The first one is such a feat, but people love the fourth one. Drago with Drago. Drago's yeah. great. Drago's great. So um, the third anyway, has the best get, song. Before best we get uh, too much into it, let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit uh, and move into some Marvel stuff. Uh, something that I hope everyone in this panel has watched. Uh, it's been a couple weeks here. Uh, but we have our first official <laughs> ever special presentation by Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we have Werewolf by Night. Uh, it has premiered. It's available on Disney+. Plus. Um, and we have... Uh, I'll watch it, I hope, on the panel. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. Directed by Michael Giacchino. Uh, a black and white film that kicks all types of major ass... <laughs> Uh, I know it's considered like a short film, but I'm calling it a film because it deserves to be called a film. Um, and it's the first ever of its kind for the MCU. And in my opinion, it's an absolute success. We're going to talk about it. I want everyone to give a quick one, two sentence little preview of their thoughts on it. And then we're going to break it all down. Gio, I'm going back to you, man. What did you think about Werewolf by Night? Okay, quick. Um, I love the concept. I want to see more of it in the MCU. A hell of a start with this first one. Love it. Brian? Uh, Mind-blowing. Ooh. Uh, refreshing. Ooh. Um, promising. Ah. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> can I, Jacob, can I just open up the floodgates with this? This thing was freaking awesome. I <laughs> absolutely loved this. It is better than all the MCU shows except WandaVision. That's how I feel about it. I mean, if we're if we're comparing against the shows, it might be my favorite of all of them, personally. Yeah, yeah, it, and I'm um, saying I think it's like as good as WandaVision. It's hard to compare them. I. But, you know. I said this. I said this on Twitter immediately after I watched it. I want Werewolf by Night to be an annual October tradition in the MCU. Yes. Whether cool whether it be that. whether it be about like his character or characters inside this world, I, like as much as I 
want them to obviously connect elsewhere. I would be absolutely okay if this MCU world stayed in its own boundaries. I would be totally okay with it because there are plenty of things to play with in this sandbox of where Werewolf by Night operates. Um, you know, the Bloodstones and Man-Thing and, and all of these different things that are going on inside this uh, this movie. Um, I will also add right off the bat that Michael Giacchino absolutely killed it as a first-time yes. director. Yeah. Killed it. The black and white touch was brilliant. Um, and I just thought everything about it was fun. Uh, they definitely played on the kind of just playful side of the MCU but they played on a lot of horror elements, which we haven't seen inside the MCU. I know that everyone says, oh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to be the horror movie. But it's not. Mm. This is this is this plays on the horror side of the MCU. This is what horror in the MCU could look like if they continued it. Um, and I thought all the characters were great. I thought the performances were great. Uh, I love the story, small scale, um, almost like a. I know it was kind of set up as a whodunit. But it's very much almost in the vein of something like Ready or Not, when they're hunting something. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Where there's one thing that they're kind of hunting. I feel like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved it so much. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, and like Gio said, what a great start. If they're doing more of these, what a great start. So, Absolutely, yeah. And I, um, I'll got to say, I think his name's Gael Garcia Bernal. Mm -hmm. Bernal? He did such a great job. Like, cause so we watched the trailer, right? I didn't know who was starting it. I didn't know anything. Like, you couldn't really tell from the trailer. They didn't really show him that much. And the the special starts, and all like I don't know anything about this mythology at all. Mm -hmm. So as I was as it was unraveling, everything was a surprise to me. I didn't know he was the werewolf, honestly, mm. until they revealed it. Um, which is which was a yeah. really cool experience for me. Um and I mean, I think we're all going to point this out at some point, but a highlight for me was how violent they were able to get because of the black and white. So awesome um, aspect of it. And so it's like, I was like, oh, damn, because I was like, we're not used to that in MCU, you know, no. and it was just like sword in the head, slit neck. And I was like, I love it so much. Awesome. The fight scenes were the way awesome. they utilized it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's this uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. He was awesome like he was in that movie old the m night Shyamalan one mm -hmm. and like i i do not like that movie but i liked him in it and so when i saw him i was like oh that's the guy from old and i'm so glad he got this role because he's really good yeah he played yeah, uh he or excuse me he voiced hector in coco for anybody that was oh interested. that's awesome ah. anytime i hear hector i think of fast and furious Sorry. Shut up, Geo. Jesus. <laughs> oh, please. But when She-Hulk does a play on it, it's all... Never mind. You don't think of Troy when you... <laughs> really? Really, Geo? Really? Goodness. Drink your beer, Mr. Yacht House. I absolutely loved this movie, if you want to call it. Short film, uh, special presentation. We're calling we call it a movie. It. We're calling it a movie. It's an it hour long. Was absolutely phenomenal for something that had zero hype like before the trailer like i cannot believe how there are so many things that like you would think could be like a negative to this 
the fact that they gave it like what two, was it three weeks before it dropped like they literally were like oh by the oh, way the trailer yeah, yeah here's your trailer for werewolf by night it comes out in three weeks um, i mean it was probably like closer to two months i think no it was not more than a month it was it was quick um they had well, we reviewed the trailers so we can see like yeah when that had, episode was they had someone who has never directed anything in his life directing this and it was completely different than anything we've ever seen before in the mcu september 10th yeah and it came out october 8th so about a month it i mean like it's it was incredible and like it, it just i've watched it like three times and it's just so good it literally is gonna be one of the things I think now that, that I've watched like every Halloween because it, it can stand on its own. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't even need to really connect to anything. Uh, you can literally just watch it and appreciate it for it being like a little spooky movie. Um, and everyone that was in it are all phenomenal. Um, Ted, Love Ted. <laughs> Ted. He's adorable. Should use that word in my opening statement. He's adorable. Um, I, I honestly think I might be more excited about the monster, like spooky verse, like <laughs> the dark, spooky verse. <laughs> yeah, dark MCU. I like that. <laughs> dark MCU like potential more than anything at this point. Like, I honestly think, like, uh, as of right now, if you were to be like, would you rather me set up Midnight Suns or Avengers? I would go with the Midnight Suns type stuff. Because I think, like, if they're doing crap like this with some of the characters they're about to pull, and, like, you're going to go spooky, like, dark go because like i wasn't a huge fan of doctor strange too like i i thought it was okay like that wasn't the type of like spooky that i was expecting this was kind of the spooky that i was expecting and it's phenomenal i love i loved everything about it everything about it yeah it's it's kind of weird because you bring up an interesting point, like Sam Raimi, who's known to, you know, do horror, scary kind of stuff. I feel like Michael Giacchino had more creative freedom than Sam Raimi did. Because when you watch Multiverse of Madness, you can tell which parts are Sam Raimi. Like, it's clear, it's obvious. But then I feel like with, with uh, Multiverse of Madness, he didn't get to go full-on Sam Raimi, whereas Micah Giacchino, maybe it's because, you know, streaming, black and white, you know, the creative loopholes that they were able to find in order to display such violence and gore. 
Do you guys see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Like, it, it, do you see something there? Or am I just? I tripping? still can't believe that there was a scene where someone's head got sliced into by a sword, like in the MCU. Like that, I my mouth was shocked. Like the blood being black and white, like that, I could have, like I was like that doesn't surprise me. That's a that's a loophole that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Literally seeing her swing the sword and smash it into her head and just like. Like that type. Usually, of stuff. they'd cut away before yeah, it hit. I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" Like that is completely something that I was not expecting anytime soon for them to do, and it makes me a little more like, "Okay, maybe we can see a little bit more violence when it comes to like things like maybe like Blade or Deadpool." I think it'll be a little bit different. I mean, you can get a- away with killing supernatural beings easier than like people. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't expecting that. I think I was, I was not expecting people getting torn apart in like, (laughs) it was really wild. I mean, I did, but like, there's always kind of that like Disney factor to me that I didn't expect them to show it. Yeah. To that extent, like, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I still, and I get it, Disney's starting to slowly, like, push into that. But, like, it's still in, like, in my head, like, oh, this is still kind of, like, run by the mouse. Like. Because it's been that way for for so long. If Uh, this is in modern day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. In their world. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why, that's the one reason why they showed color at the end. Why that? Why they showed color at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean to your point, Geo. I really think the black and white is the difference there. Like, if Multiverse of Madness was in black and white, they would have had way more blood. But it it would never be. Uh, um, I don't know about that personally. I think it would. But I, why would they make it in black and white? Like, I I think it's because this this the, I think black and white was strictly a creative option. Yeah. I think it. I, yeah, and it, it I don't think this. it was set out. I don't think it was set out to be made to be like, we're going to make a black and white werewolf by night. I think Michael Giacchino was directing this and saying, I think that this could be really cool in black and white. And I think the difference between the two is that Doctor Strange stays in the prime timeline of the Avengers, the yeah. storyline going on, and werewolf by night is a completely different thing. Yeah. So the freedom is they, only yeah. the thing that really matters. Well, when they started making this, I think from the beginning, they knew it was going to be in black and white. So like, when they're writing the scene, the fight scenes, or they're shooting them, they know what they're able to do or not. So I think that enabled them to allow more bloody stuff in this movie or show whatever you want to call. I don't. It, I animation. don't know. I mean, we'll we'll never know. But I don't think the black. I don't necessarily think the black and white dictated how much blood we saw, because I mean, Disney Plus just Deadpool. put things like Logan and Deadpool on the service. He said in a they, clip, Giacchino said like. He was just throw, saying more and more buckets of blood and no one was saying no to him. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't necessarily think that the black and white is the reason why we saw more of it. I think that, you know, it's I think it's just an evolution of what the MCU is, is uh, whether it's Disney allowing them to do more or because well, this would have been a TV mature if it if it wasn't in black and white, like it, it would have been. And so, like, maybe then, the thing is, they haven't had that much blood in an MCU show yet. So if they're allowing that then why wouldn't they do allow that in falcon winter soldier you know like i don't know but uh well it just fits better here that's fine i do also think geo the fact that it's like 
a Disney Plus presentation, special presentation versus a theatrical big MCU movie that has to do with it as well. Um, but either way, like I, I don't even think Marvel knew how much people were going to like this. Honestly, like I, it, like is it universally loved? Do you guys know? As like, far as I know, it is. Everybody I, well, it? from a critic standpoint, absolutely. From a fan standpoint, overwhelmingly. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if they're like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Like we did not think this. It's was ninety. Be that it's ninety percent on. It doesn't matter, but it's ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's something to look at. But I, I'm curious, like what they, what moves they make based on the success of this. Like, does it change? Hopefully, anything? a second one. Yeah, I don't know. We we haven't mentioned it yet, but yeah. I don't. You know what yeah. the change the change is going to be is that they're going to start making a lot more of these special presentations. That's they're the already change. they're already going to make one. Exactly. I mean, you know what the rumor is? Yeah, Nova. Mm -hmm. So I mean, which I kind of don't hate because, like, don't get me wrong, I am never going to complain about the amount of MCU stuff because I love what they're pumping out, but. Take away a TV show, give me one thing that's going to last a couple months versus the like the constantly having something every single week. You're going to make me want stuff more. Like the amount of time we're about to have between uh, Wakanda Forever to uh, Ant Man, like that's about a four months. That's the longest we've gone for a while without. There's no shows in between, huh? No, is there? no. Interesting. So, like, I kind of don't hate the idea of doing special presentations instead of TV shows. Like, Neither do I. I've already been thinking to myself, what shows that we've seen could have already been a special presentation? Um, there's two that immediately pop into my head. One, I love the show to death. It's one of my favorites, but Hawkeye should have been a special presentation. And two... Yeah. This might be controversial, but I think Moon Knight should have been a special presentation. Just in my opinion. That Moon one could have worked. Moon Knight could have... You could have probably gotten away with... Because you're trimming the fat of what's happening. How many times over the last two years with Marvel Rewind have we talked about like, mm, it's a great episode, but this part was boring. Or this episode wouldn't have it too much. Or like, we could have cut this part out to get to here. If you're doing an hour to an hour and a half of just a special presentation, basically a TV movie on these characters. Sign me. Is it crazy up. to say that maybe Loki could have been a special presentation? You're insane well? for saying that because it, no, it, it could no. not have been a special presentation. I, Jacob, it's, that's the only show been. that couldn't have been. Jacob, I was I, thinking that, but the amount of timeline stuff they have to set up for the future. I guess you're right. And it's too important to the MCU. That right and now. Wanda are the two that's that could true. not be special presentations. Those are the only two, in my opinion, that couldn't have been. The, all the mm -hmm. other in, could have been found in, in some capacity. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier could have been a 90-minute special presentation. It could have been. That one, like, I easily. That one could have, yeah, definitely. Like, there's, like, all of these shows so far, except for Loki and, and Wanda, could have easily just been hour, hour and a half. Uh, maybe, I mean, I guess maybe even Miss Marvel to an extent. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't think she It was only been, six though. episodes. She-Hulk. Uh... No, because they were going for the sitcom feel. So you can't do that in a presentation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you can make a comedy movie. But yeah, yeah I, know what I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. No, but I'm, follow I'm all for it, man. Like, I think. Especially with a character like Nova, who. If he's going to be introduced on the small screen, there's no way he's staying on the small screen. 
That dude is a movie character if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. He, he is a space cop. He is essentially what Green Lantern is for the DC universe in, in very different ways. Um, How valid is that rumor? Is it? It's just like, a rumor. It's, I mean, yeah. it's just a rumor. Him getting something is pretty solid. Well, his show his show's already confirmed. Or a project, I should say, is already confirmed. Oh, we don't know okay. what it is. It's just we just don't know what it is. Yeah, hmm. like what they do with it. Geo, shut up with your little smirk. Let's go away. Let's go I away. Mean, it'll probably be an hour long special presentation. I hope it is because we're we're in my opinion we're probably already going to meet Richard Ryder as Nova. We don't yeah. need an origin. You pro and that's and that I think this might be a very unique case where it absolutely works because you're probably more or less going to get like jake said an established nova because nova's the nova core is essentially gone (laughs) he's the only dude left yeah (laughs) like the nova core was destroyed and taken out i was gonna ask that like do you think it happened during that time was it or was he already nova when that happened I think he probably was off where off world off Xandar and when Xandar got taken out and is Richard Ryder from earth. Yes. Yes. So then he would have already, this would have happened a while ago. Like he became Nova. You can kind of look at it almost. It's very similar to like star Lord in a way, different type, but yeah, comes from earth is a space dude. You know, it doesn't come from like alien. Like he's from Earth, but he's his majority of his yeah. stuff is in space. Yeah, yeah. he's very okay. much a, a Green Lantern. Yeah, it's essentially his Marvel's Ooh. answer to a Green Lantern. If he comes back to Xandar after that and then sees it destroyed, we're gonna see all that. I I don't think there's any way you tell a Nova story without crazy. seeing the destruction of Xandar. There's there, no way. There's you think we two... see Thanos in that? Yes, or I... like him <laughs> from a distance or something. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think exactly, there's yeah. two ways you play that one. He either already has the powers mm-hmm. or something. The power stone might have been something that triggered the destruction of Xandar. If you want to actually play origin, the just like give, he got his powers maybe through the power stone when it was mm-hmm. destroyed. More than likely, they'll probably already have someone established. Although Nova does have a pretty rich story that you could use. Mm-hmm. Although it's kind of similar to like the Kree. But I think they're probably going to change it to fit what the MCU is. Oh, yeah, they absolutely will. But it everything that they can do works very well for a special presentation like that. You can kind of set up that you can absolutely get away with probably a six episode TV show. But if you're going to make phenomenal crap like Werewolf by Night, why not? I mean, Agreed. question or not really question, but uh, more so a comment because we haven't talked about it or her. I was. Um, can can we get an Elsa Bloodstone Werewolf by Night next year? She's phenomenal. Anybody? She's great. Yeah, she was I'm my favorite totally part of the down. whole thing. She was she, my. I mean, I want an Elsa Bloodstone special presentation next year. She, she was, was basically the lead of this. I mean, she was so the awesome. Yeah. So awesome. No, she was great. She was great. And I love maybe my favorite part is when she gets the keys out of her aunt's 
That's I was just thinking the same thing. And then and she gets that little latch thing and she's like, that's not bad. And she's Uh safe. So she Uh has that little latch thing. She has the Mm -hmm. stone Mm -hmm. and she's a badass. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, she was great, honestly. I was just looking up the actress Laura Donnelly. I haven't really seen her in much, but she was really good. She's not the lead of Outlander, is she? No, No, she's not. My mom watched it. She is not. My mom would watch if Batlander crossed over. Uh, <laughs> she was phenomenal. I she and Elsa Bloodstone's a relatively new uh, comic book person, so like I can imagine like them creating some dope stuff for her. I mean, she's a badass in this to the max. Like, uh, give her a backstory that you could show. I think it'd be awesome, but she has her own comic line. Yeah, it was. She was uh, first introduced in 2001. Yeah, she's I mean, and in comic comic world, that's still new 20 years. Yeah, but she probably had a lot of story. She She plays with Doctor Strange a lot. She she she, interesting Midnight Sun. She's like all over that type of stuff she they use she's in like they put her in every video game like marvel video like the phone games and stuff like she's always oh those kind of games oh yeah yeah always a character in it she's a weapon slinger type character so is she kind of like the van helsing yes mcu in a way yeah, Which yeah. is why See, I that's love one thing her. I loved about this. She's like Kate Beckinsale like, and Van Helsing. Yeah, that's what she is. Like there's monster hunters in the MCU, and they like it's like a competition among them, mm-hmm. and they like they all have reputations and they tally up their kills. I love that, and I mean I know Craven's not going to be in the MCU, like in the proper MCU, but like I could have totally seen Craven at that meeting. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> could have totally seen him there. But when you guys say like you want this pocket of the MCU corner of the MCU, whatever to like stay contained. Do you mean like you don't want to see blade interact with these characters? Oh no, like, I absolutely do. I want, I, want I, 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 I do, but I don't want them inside the Avengers is what I'm saying. Yeah. I need to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't need like, yeah, I don't, I don't need them. I don't need Elsa bloodstone traveling to a multiverse fighting King. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I, I blade that. like blade fits for me because blade is a much bigger character who gets wrapped up in all of that. Yeah. But I don't need uh, Elsa Bloodstone or Werewolf so by Night. Can blade Man-Tang. go like back and forth to both 100 like, percent both stories? Yeah. 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 I think so. He is. He really is him. Black Knight and a few others are really the characters that Ghost, obviously Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teeter between the two. They fit in both very well. Um, because they played with both set of characters a ton in the comics throughout history. Uh, they all like, and same with Strange. That's what Doctor Strange does too. He, yeah, he kind of teeters between the two as well. I think Strange is the only like main Avenger type character that we will see like interacting with these characters. Strange, oh, I think Blade, Blade will too. Yeah, well, Blade. Yeah, we haven't seen met him yet. I could see yeah. Strange being the like liaison like of things like the nick fury of the supernatural world yeah kind of like not actually like 
getting his hands dirty, like fight, maybe fighting with them, but like setting things up or letting like he could like put a team together and say, Good yeah, luck. Like, <laughs> honestly, Brian, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's blade after that Eternals post credit scene. Oh, I mean, Good absolutely. I, I personally, it, it almost feels like he's putting a team together. I almost personally, I'm not going to lie kind of don't want Doctor Strange anywhere near the like Midnight Suns. Neither do I. Yeah, I, I per, like personally I, I don't care for it. Yeah, I don't if you were to ask me right now like would you want him? I would go no. I would rather it be the Blades, the Moon Knights, the Elsa Bloodstones, Black Knight. The, what? Yeah, Black Knight, like mm-hmm. all the like Ghost Rider. Yeah, set up this stuff. Like I'm I don't need. That's a team of five right there. Blade, Moon Knight, Black Knight, Elsa Bloodstone. And what'd you say? What else you say? Say Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Knight. Um, Yeah. I mean, Ted, Ted and Werewolf. Wait, no, we said Moon Knight. Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Sorry. Um, And Ted. Yeah. I, I just think that there's so much potential. I mean, if you want, you could even kind of like, I mean, it's kind of a cop out. I would rather them call be called the Midnight Ten, but like call them the them the Dark Avengers. Like why not? I mean, that'd be kind of dope. Like, I get that it's really different in the comics. Like the Dark Avengers are like the bad guys, but it'd be kind of sick to call these like they're gonna the Dark Avengers. They're gonna call them Midnight Suns because the video game's coming out and people are gonna know what it is. Probably. It's a good so point. they're gonna they're gonna let people play the video game, put it out in the public, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh wait, you you played that game? You saw that? Here's the actual Midnight Suns on screen." Boom. Yeah. Kind of what they did with Miss Marvel on it. Yeah. Already. I mean, and look, we're getting a Thunderbolts movie. I wouldn't be surprised in about four years if they announce a Midnight Suns movie, because by that time we're gonna have Moon Knight, uh, Elsa Bloodstone, Blade, probably Black Knight. I would imagine he's gonna be in Blade in some capacity. Maybe a Ghost Rider cameo tease, whatever. Um, maybe maybe uh, Clea, Brian. I don't know. Maybe she pops in there. <laughs> I think that that whole thing. Could is, you imagine if she was in Midnight Suns? I, mean, she, I, I tend to think magic is going to be very much separate. Oh, I I agree with you. I was just I was trying to get you know get. You I mean, there will be magic because obviously there's certain like the ebony boy i mean it's hard to avoid because they're all that's all connected in a way everything's connected but demons and hell and satan and all that stuff yeah i mean you're literally about to get mephisto who's that's magic we said that two years ago so well it's pretty confirmed right now. i mean was he referenced in she hulk maybe maybe it's, he's been referenced in every single show been released. No, he's yeah. literally the, every single show. According to the viewers, yeah. yeah. It's for sure happening. He's going to be the one that gives uh, Anthony Ramos' character the magic guns in Ironheart. That's literally, it's going to be, that's exactly what it's going to be. So, I, I'm more, I'm more excited about this uh supernatural universe then well, I let's have- just hope they take advantage of it because right now there's nothing 
majorly on the slate outside of Blade, and Blade has been well, a, a number of Marvel projects have been pushed back. Um, but there's nothing nothing major from the supernatural world coming our way anytime soon. So hopefully they stick with it because it's working. It's it's working. I mean, yeah, Moon Knight was great. That's supernatural. Um, Werewolf by Night was fantastic. That's supernatural. I think Blade's going to be phenomenal no matter oh, who did they you guys get or what say they do. Moon, Moon Knight when you were listing off a roster for Midnight Suns? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I think that would be pretty cool. Like, wow. And it makes it kind of almost makes more sense. I could see Moon Knight interacting more with these types of people. He's than- not Avenger. No, I agree with that because I I honestly don't see Moon Knight like fighting in like Kang Dynasty. Like that doesn't fit. Like maybe, like maybe he pops up, but I don't see it personally. But I agree with you guys. Like now that I think about it, can you imagine like that movie poster with (laughs) with Oscar Isaac, uh, you know, Mahersha Ali? It's um, what's his name? Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington and then Elsa Bloodstone, like that would look so badass. And you have Man Thing and with and someone as a ghostwriter, like a Norman Reedus as ghostwriter or Keanu Reeves. Yeah, or, yeah. But um, I honestly don't know who I would want between those two. I go back and forth. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I, I don't need either. I I don't need. I I can find a million actors to play uh, ghostwriter, and I'd be happy. Just have ghostwriter show up, and he never turns back to human form. It's just yeah, just be the skull writer. the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I was. I want to say before I forget. I love the way the werewolf looks. It looks so much like an old school horror film werewolf. Like they could have effects, it was, man. It was pretty practical, right? They could have done a CGI werewolf, but they Agreed. didn't. And I love that. And then obviously man thing is CGI. So it's kind of a good balance. And I also want to know how does man thing eat sushi? Did you just pick up the little tiny piece of sushi For and sure. it just goes like this? Probably. Or he just gets a bunch of sushi. Got a mouth underneath the one at a time, and like eats it with a straw. Uh, (laughs) We haven't talked about it too much, and I know we don't have too much time, but I love the fact that we all got trolled thinking that those were TVA agents. um, Oh, I know. Uh, They're just a little. And I was all expecting it too. I was like, "Where are the TVA agents?" (laughs) They're just little little security guard people who got eaten alive essentially by. Hey, her mom had to go, man. Her mom. Ah, her stepmom. Stepmom. Was it her stepmom? Her stepmom. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Uh, how about the scene with the dad, by the way? The dead dad. Great. What was that? Great. <laughs> I'll be rotting. Old, that's like an old school mummy movie, man. That's great. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, it was awesome. It made me want to go watch The Mummy with Brendan Fraser all over again is what it made me want to do. So, Is there yeah, anything? You definitely anyone, got those vibes. Is there? I'm curious. Is there anything anyone didn't like? It's a good not, question. Honestly, not really. The, how fast some of the people died. Yeah. The fact that I it was too so. short. Yeah. I needed an hour more of it. Gio, do you like everything about it? Or is there certain things you... I mean, my expectations were so low that it exceeded everything. So, not that I could think of. Maybe if I watch it a second time. I, I will say, I mean, did we get enough mythology on the werewolf himself like i mean they talked about him a lot but no i, don't I mean know. they definitely did it i mean i left wanting more i guess they did leave a lot of mythology on the table like the, the literal bloodstone i mean they did explain it but like yeah i'm sure i guarantee you that will be something major at some point 
Um, I mean, she's he'll the, get a he'll get a backstory at some point. Yeah, and he's he's a he's a pretty big sized character. Werewolf by Night. Yeah, and he's a big sized older character. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. He's not like popular right now, but he used to be. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Like, was he like walking around in the comics, like talking to Captain America, or was it not like that? Like, well, I don't think was so. it pretty separate? Go back and forth between human and yeah. Not. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's true. And also, I know that Moon Knight appeared in his in Werewolf's comic first, right? Moon Knight is a essentially was a villain to Werewolf yeah. by Night's comic. He was, yeah, yeah, I have the cover the cover right here. Yeah, you haven't had. Cool. He was essentially Moon Knight was essentially made as the villain trying to kill Werewolf by Night, and then he ended up just being this dope character that people wanted to see more of because he looked cool and. Yeah, that could they be fight, how, they fight multiple times. Too. That could be how Moon Knight joins Midnight Suns. Like there, he's trying to track down for some reason. He's trying to track down the werewolf and kill him. And, and the rest of the team is like, no, no, stop. Like, and then they join and he joins them. I mean, it makes sense. And I mean, werewolf uh, by night, Jack Russell clearly knew. Like he's has been this werewolf for a while like he was friends with mm -hmm. Ed. he said that monster on the wall he's like i we had our moments or whatever mm -hmm. he said so like he seems to be well well when Here he we was go. talking about family he called ted like one of his family members like not blood but just like they're that yeah. close so keep in mind that they are technically still monsters and mm -hmm. they're they're hunted monsters they are essentially the prey yeah. look at this guy yeah wow yeah. it's awesome the monster versus <laughs> is awesome in that. that's really cool that's also bloodstone on the left yeah three characters that we got in this special presentation right there man thing werewolf and elsa yeah she's always Who that Ryan, who's the, the who's the woman with the sword i am, do not know oh it might be blade's yeah. daughter is it? Oh, it might be Blade's daughter. I think it's Blade's it daughter. Um, I was That's wondering actually... who the woman is behind Moon Knight. It is Blade's oh. daughter, Star. Nice. Yeah, that is Blade's daughter. And then, huh? Who's that woman in the white dress with the candle? That she looks creepy. <laughs> I have no idea. Annabelle. Right. That's so, dude. Man, thing looks so good. Kind of looks. In the, in the I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the characters on the cover. She kind of looks like the character from The Runaways, like the one that holds the thing, but I'm not Oh, sure. somebody mentioned her in the chat. Aniko? Oh, yeah. It might be her. I mean, it's... Wait, which one's Werewolf? The one on the left. And then Do you know the which other, other... You know right. which other character operates in this world, you guys? One of the greatest characters ever created? Huns. Morbius. Agatha? Oh, Morb Morbius. 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 <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? Jared Leto inside the MCU. There we go. I mean, and they just, it could be so cool. Like, I mean, I second this, Andy. I second this. There's Andy just... says, going back to earlier, the tracking shot with Jack, ha Jack going ham on the guards might be my favorite shot for the MCU. The scene that we thought was TVA agents, actually. I mean, you literally, yeah. Here's, where is it? I'm not used to doing it on my laptop. 
Um, oh, your like, video quality is pretty good for your lap for a laptop, Brian. Oh, thanks. Not bad. Um, like, look at all these characters that, that you could use in this. Like, I was literally looking at the same image. You know which other character is actually a, uh, technically a Midnight Sun? The Punisher. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look at how many you have right there. Ron Bernthal, baby. They're so Bring him back. I mean, you have Ghost. You got a Spider-Man back there. You do have a Spider-Man. Oh yeah, the punk Spider-Man. I don't know. Oh my god, the dude, the the super, the black magic dude in the back. What's his oh, name? Brother Voodoo would be Brother so Voodoo. Good. Yes, Mister Knight so Moon big. Knight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you literally even have Iron Fist on the line. Oh my god, is that how many Ghost, Ghost Rider Thor? That's a Ghost Rider. How many Thor? Ghost Riders are there? There's a bunch <laughs> of uh... a Ghost Rider Thor. What the hell? I thought there was only one Ghost Rider spirit. What you see, Iron Fist in the left-hand corner. <laughs> yeah, he's just chilling. He's just hidden away. I mean, wow. there's just so many. I'm at, like, this is getting me really excited for this aspect of the MCU. To be honest, I'm like, let's like, just hope. Let's let's hope they stick with it. Let's just hope yeah. they stick with it because I, I know that projects can be announced left and right, and they have a lot of stuff that hasn't been announced yet. But um, I hope that they're not doing it as like a one-off and they kind of stick with well, it. You know, how universal was trying to do like their monster verse or whatever the mc marvel's, gonna, marvel's gonna do it first yeah they're gonna do their own yeah which is crazy yeah. marvel's definitely gonna do it first you know who is um, uh one character that plays in this sandbox that i would love to continue seeing is um magic mm-hmm Hmm. Do you know bring back on you taylor joy well, that's what i'm saying but yeah. would you guys that's what, that's what i was going to ask would you want on taylor joy bring back on yeah. taylor joy she's perfect for the role. she was the best part perfect of that movie. for the role i'm all for that she's perfect so. um all right gentlemen well i think that's going to wrap up our werewolf by night discussion tonight uh plenty of more chance to talk about this in the near future you can preview predict do some it'll, it'll definitely pop up in our tier ranking of phase four once we see black panther wakanda forever um heads up for next week if anything crazy happens obviously it'll be the main topic but uh it'll probably be a very heavy dc show next week some dc stuff was announced this week um that we're going to talk about as well as we're going to be reviewing black adam which we are seeing on thursday night uh so that'll be tuesday's show check that out uh and we hope to see you guys all there we'll do some quick plugs before we wrap it up here geo start us off where can everyone find you online yeah real quick i gave you guys this now because next week <laughs> um you can find me on twitter at insider geo and um my separate channel fandom united I will be interviewing Mr. Sean O'Connell once again from book uh, no, sorry, cinemablend.com is upcoming uh, Spider-Man book. So he graciously gave That's me an advanced copy. Nope. <laughs> you cover Marvel But there stuff, will be you? some wow. DC talk in there. So, yeah. Thanks. Of course. Uh, Mr. Avalicino. Uh, be of all seen on Twitter and Instagram and no Marvel Rewind anymore. Um... Andor for now, Mandalorian Club. You can check that out tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. I wasn't sure if we were doing so much. I was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Jacob, 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at JacobBartley824. Uh, fantasy football season is going strong. You can check me and Gabe out. My buddy is it, Gabe. Is it? I mean, it's going, I should say. Fantasy football it's, season it's is going. It's just going. It's just going. going not going strong. Uh, first round fantasy on YouTube. Got a YouTube channel with my buddy Gabe. Come check us out. Um, of course, Jake is our producer over there as well. And Bartley and Barnes, yeah. we're, we did our September show. We're going to do an October show. Probably that first week of of November, like where it starts with the Monday on the 31st. We'll probably do it there. So check it out. And Jake, tell you something that's going to make you very happy. Requiem for a Dream is only an hour and 42 minutes. There you Thank go, buddy. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and it's on Prime for free. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jake. Two wins because someone else took it before I did. All the links to... Our social media and other channels are all in the description, everybody. If you are interested, we would be so kind. If you'd be so kind, we would appreciate if you head over to those channels. Just give it a quick subscribe. You can unmute us for all we care. Just give it a subscribe, like, comment, do all that uh, good stuff. We really, really appreciate it. All of you who've been watching live this whole time, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us each and every week as we ramble on and talk total BS with each other, acting like we're really professionals at this when we're not. Um, so for all of us here at Apocalypse, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys next time.